Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Me Anything. I'm here with JD. Uh, my name is Mad Love. And uh, JD, we're going back back to back with some really tough questions, but some good ones that I know people are asking and that people are trying to process. Um, and this one really is one of those moments where you read something in the Bible and you just, it's hard to understand what it means and what is it trying to get at. We want to honor what the word says, but we want to understand what it says. And so, JD, the question today is from one of our listeners named Justin. And uh, it is, why does the Bible say that women must be silent in the church? Well, you know, Matt, I've got a little note uh, here that says that this question came from our audience, yes, but from our producer who's sitting right here in the room with me, Justin. Uh, This question came from him. So, hey, we say ask me anything, and I guess he took it seriously. Um, Yeah, all right, Justin, Yeah, from time to time, we uh, we actually have gotten this question more than once, so I think it's a good question. We get a question about a troubling verse. Um, You you know, there's some things in the scriptures that, I mean, even Peter said, things that Paul wrote were often hard to understand, and so if Peter had a hard time understanding it, it doesn't surprise me that there's some things in our, our New Testament that we're like, I'm not sure what that means. I, I, I'm assuming, Justin, you're referring to 1 Corinthians 14. So let me just read that verse for you. Justin is shaking his head. You can't see that. But 1 Corinthians 14, 33 through 35, it says, As in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission. As the law also says, if there is anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. I mean, Justin, I feel like that's pretty straightforward. I mean, what's... Yeah, I'm self-explanatory, so let's pray, and we'll close the podcast. Just kidding. Um, I mean, my goodness, how do we interpret that? Well, I mean, Paul is clearly not saying that that a woman should never speak in church. How do I know that? Well, for one thing, just three chapters before this one, in chapter 11, Paul gave instructions for how women were to speak and pray and prophesy in church. He said women were to, to do so with their heads covered, which in their day communicated that they weren't elders um, or they weren't in authority. Um, you know, and that raises its own question, I know, but the point is Paul's not going to give an instruction about how women should speak in church and then turn around and give a verse that means they should never speak in church because that wouldn't make any sense. Um, You know, the biblical rule of of interpretation, this has helped me ever since I was, I'm a college student learning to study the Bible. Um, The biblical rule of interpretation is that you interpret hard verses by easy ones um, because the Bible doesn't contradict. So the easy verse is women are given instructions about how to speak in church. Um, clearly, this can't mean women don't speak in church because it would just it would contradict too many other things. So, so what does it mean? Well, you can see from this chapter that there was a particular problem that Paul was addressing. Apparently, in the worship services, if you read the you know chapters eleven through fourteen and First Corinthians, you can see that in, in their worship services there were these different groups in Corinth who were apparently interrupting each other with with some kind of agenda that they were bringing to the service. Some were crying out in tongues, you know, speaking in tongues in the middle of a church service. Some were inter- interrupting everybody with a, a word from God, like interrupting whoever's teaching and preaching, saying, I got a word that's more important than what you're saying. Others were disputing those words or in disputing the, the tongue that was given, saying, no, 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 that's not from God. And the whole thing was like a dumpster fire, honestly. Um, So Paul tells three different groups in this chapter. You go through chapter 14, you'll see three different groups where he tells them to be quiet. Uh, Verse 28, don't just yell out in the tongue if there's no interpreter. Uh, Verse 30, don't interrupt somebody else who is giving a prophecy with a better one that you think you have. And now to the women of Corinth, verse 33, they're the third group. He says, don't be disputing prophecies that are given by others and evaluating publicly whether they're from God because that's something reserved for the office of the elder. 
Um, that's why in verse 35, Paul tells the women that if they have questions to ask their husbands at home, the word for ask there in verse 35 means interrogate. It's more than just asking for a clarification. It means you're disputing, you're critiquing. These women are not leaning over during the service whispering, you know, what chapter are we in again? What did that guy say? Um, he's not even, when Paul says that, he's not even talking about the kind of speaking that happens from the the pulpit necessarily, because, you know, they're if they're praying or prophesying, like First Corinthians 11 said, what, what Paul is referring here to specifically is the official evaluation and disputation of prophecy, that kind of authoritative teaching on what is really from God and what's not, interrogating prophecies to establish what is is truth and not. That is that is a function, Paul has said, of an elder, and a woman is not to play that role in the church. And that's the kind of speaking he is referring to, speaking in the authoritative capacity of an elder. Furthermore, one more thing here, verse 34, the word that Paul uses for be silent doesn't primarily mean stop talking. The majority of the times that that particular word in Greek is used in the New Testament, it means to hold one's peace. In other words, he's urging these women to have a submissive spirit and not presume the role of an elder. That's the that's the dominating theme in all of 1 Corinthians and in, and in 1 Timothy, for that matter. He's, he's saying, he's saying, don't, you were not to, to act in the capacity of an elder because that is an office that is reserved for men. You know, what Paul says here is remarkably consistent with what he says everywhere else in the New Testament. 1 Corinthians 11, he said, women, it's okay to speak, but you should do so with a head covering which again, in those days was, was a show of submission. That's not necessarily what it is today, which is why, you know, we don't say that women wear head coverings in church because it's no longer that sign of, of a wife's submission to her husband. Um, but he said, in those days, if you're going to speak, cover your head because you can speak, but do so in a way that, that shows that you're not presuming the office of, of an elder or, or the head of the church. In First Timothy, he tells women to speak and teach, but again, not as an elder. I forbid a woman to he says to teach, well, I mean, women at, in all different places are explaining Scripture. We see that often in um, throughout the New Testament, but but they are not to speak and teach in a way that that presumes the office of elder. Here what he says in chapter 14 is, is speak, ma'am, but not in a way that puts you in a position of interrogating or weighing prophecy like you are an elder. I mean, if you ask me, that's really consistent. He, he, in, in all these places, he's talked about speaking and prophesying and praying and teaching, but he keeps saying, but not in the capacity of an elder. That's an authoritative position, Paul says, that is reserved for men because that's how God set up creation and how he wants his His church to reveal his image. Now, I thought of one objection here that I've, I've heard sometimes people will ask. They'll say, well, well, maybe Paul's instruction here is only for a particularly boisterous group of women in Corinth. Like it was a, a one-time historical situation. There was just a really loud group, and that's, this is not applies, doesn't apply to everybody everywhere, it just applies to these this one group of women that was around in, what, 60 AD in, in Corinth. But um, here's why I don't think that's a good explanation. Um, if that were true, why would Paul say it this way? Look at verse 33, as in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches. In other words, he's saying this is not just about Corinth, it's about all churches of saints everywhere. So I think the better interpretation is what, what, what I've given you here, which is, um, which is consistent with what Paul says everywhere. Women have access to all the spiritual gifts. They should use them in the church. They should use them publicly and privately. They should use them from the stage and one-on-one, um, but they should just not do so in the capacity of an elder, um, which specifically in 1 Corinthians 14 in, involves the weighing of prophecies and truth or, or speaking authoritatively on behalf of the church. Um, let me be very, very clear to our listeners. 
we want at the Summit Church and, and just in the kingdom of God in general, we want more women speaking in church. We want more women using their spiritual gifts in church, which often involves speaking. But we can do that. We can encourage that and bless that while respecting the order that God established since God's church is a reflection of his image and God's plan is always best. Um, this, this doctrine we call complementarianism, which is the idea that God created the genders distinctly, differently, and he gives different roles for them to play, particularly in the family and in the church. Um, that We're not embarrassed about that. That's part of how creation flourishes. It's when things work the best and God's plan is always best. The New Testament is clear from start to finish. Women play a crucial part of Christ's body and they have access to all the same spiritual gifts that men do. Their insight is valuable. The, the church needs to hear from them and our body is much worse off without them, but we can and must do so. Um, according to the pattern and uh, the ways that God prescribes. All right. Well, thanks so much, JD. And thank you to Justin uh, for that question. And uh, uh, guys, if you like the podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a review and a rating wherever you listen to it, Spotify or Apple or, or whatever. I don't know what podcast apps are out there these days, but leave us a review. Ratings and reviews just help other people find the podcast. So um, if you enjoyed it, chances are someone else will as well. And your review might help them see it. So we would encourage you to do that. And we will see you next time on Ask Me Anything.